Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. This is Travis Talk Radio. All right. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Travis Martin. And we are with the Shibboleth Internet Radio Show. And today's guest is going to be Bobby Cartledge. Bobby will be calling in in a few minutes, and we're going to interview Bobby. Bobby's been on our planet for some time now, has had extraordinary success, and we wanted you guys to have an opportunity to hear about the the pros, the cons, the good, the bad, the ugly of his weight loss journey. You know, it ain't been ugly because he's been successful, Uh, but there's something that has to make one quite different in order to have success on a weight loss wellness program because, you know, everybody gets the same information. We teach everybody the same things. Uh, The Bible talks about having an ear to hear, you know, and everybody doesn't have an ear to hear. Sometimes it just isn't the right time. I hope that you will find uh, an opportunity to make this the right time. I mean, after all, when is the right time to do the right thing right now? And for Bobby, you know, when he made that decision, it was the right time to do the right thing, and he did it. But he got started with others, got started with a lot of other folks, and at the same time, he had great success, and many of them didn't have success, but yet he was learning the same things. See, it's not what we know to do. It's being able to do what we know. Uh, that that's a success principle. You know, we're living during a time where uh, there's the information highway, isn't there? I mean, we're all inundated with noise and information, some of it good, some of it bad. Some of us make an agreement with the information that we receive, that that information is sound and truthful, and then it ends up being sound. It ends up being right and truthful and helps us be successful. Other ones of us, end up uh, making agreements with bad information as though it's true. And we operate on the notion that some bad information is true. And and we find out later it wasn't. It didn't do us any good. But there's some of us that were told the truth, but we just won't agree with it. We won't have it. Uh, And then we're held back. We're held back by the viruses of our mind. We start believing these lies about us. I can't do it. It's too expensive. I don't have time. I'm too old. I mean, I could go on and on. We hear excuses every day on Planet Shibola. But here comes a fella, Bobby, that made a decision to do this thing and said, you know what, I'm not going to make any excuses. I've got a why. I've got a reason for doing this, and my why is greater than temptation, and I'm going to be successful. Now I just need to know what to do and do what I know. And he did it. All right, I've stalled for time. There's Bobby. Bobby's calling in. Let's get him on the on the phone here. I'd like to have this opportunity to interview him and you to hear about his success, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I know it's going to inspire you. Hello, is this Bobby? Yes, it is, sir. How are you? I'm doing good, Doc. 
how, how are you? For those of you listening, uh, you, we go back and forth. Jason Whitener and Bobby and I, we all like that movie Tombstone. Did you like that movie Tombstone? That was one of my favorite movies. <laughs> so Bobby and Jason, anytime I ask for something, I asked him for an interview today, and he says, I'll be your huckleberry. So, you know, we That's all love right. that movie. We all love it. But Bobby, I know your time is... It, you've got a narrow window here uh, by which to go through the interview, and I sure do appreciate it because I, I really believe half the battle is inspiring others to do what you and I have done. And sometimes yep. it just requires, you know, edification. Yes, sir. I was uh, Jason Whitener is the, the one that inspired me to get started, him and uh, Brooks Gaff. Yeah, Brooke had done well, and I think Jason at the time, he'd lost like 70 pounds in 80 days or something like that. It's crazy. Right. But you have been so consistent. I was telling the audience that you have inspired me so often. You know, you're not only a member, you become a friend because we have all this common ground. You know, you, you've got tenacity, determination. I've watched you fall off the, our little planet a time or two, just like I have during the same time you've been involved. But what attracts me to you is you get right back going. You get right back in the saddle, and I appreciate that about you. I've got some questions here I'd like to ask you that I, I think, if you're game, will help some of the other folks trying to lose weight. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. Before you got started with us, had you suffered from weight loss issues in the past? Uh, weight yes, sir. issues. I've I've been uh, I've been heavy all my life. I was 240 pounds when I was in high school, and uh, I did lose a little bit of weight after that. But then I went right back up, and uh, uh, I think when I started Shabos, I was 317 pounds. Wow, uh, I didn't realize but, that. But yeah, I've, I've had weight weight issues all my life. Sounds like me. I I hit that that number 302. That's a scary number, isn't it? <laughs> yes, sir. It is. And, you know, for us to get in that condition, then, you know, we've developed a lot of bad habits, too, and that makes it even more difficult in my estimation. It wasn't like, uh, you know, a back injury or something, all of a sudden we put on a lot of weight. This is something you and I dealt with for the most most of our life. So we had a lot of habits that we had to break. Is yes, this sir, running? To... Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. I was going to say that I had a – my, one of my biggest things was overeating, and uh, I think that come from my mother always going to tan my hide if I didn't eat everything on my plate when she picked it, and that's a habit that I I didn't want to whoop, yeah. and so I got in the habit of doing that, and I never got out of it. Yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. We all grew up in the in the country, in the South. That's the way it was. I mean, we had Daddy would, uh, Mama would say, them boys won't eat what I put on the table. He said, they get hungry enough, they will. And then when they put it in front of us, and it was the wrong stuff, as we now know, too, uh, they made sure I cleaned my plate even when I was stuffed. Right. I get, got. I remember get, get, getting a beating over my mother fixed something called tripe. I don't know if y'all know what that is or not. But oh, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he picked that. Us kids called it stretch meat. Cause the more yeah. you chewed it, the bigger you got. And we wouldn't eat that one day. And I got one of the worst whoopings of my life. But I, yeah. I'll take another one well, today if you got offered it to me <laughs> it swells in your mouth doesn't it <laughs> it does yeah so does weight issues run in the family i mean is this something that's also a genetic problem within the family that you know the bible talks about it being generational curses you know almost 
but has other family members also suffered with weight-related issues? Uh, I think we're probably about half and half on that. Uh, my parents, they never, you know, never was really big, but I got, um, I've had a sister that was pretty good size, and then uh, I've been thinking about the rest of my family. Um, but we're, we're probably about half and half on that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds sounds par for the course for us too. Definitely have some members of the family that uh, really overweight, and then others, you know, it was different. They they were able to keep the weight off, but certainly I, I grew up around some big boys. And ha, have you uh, developed any medical? Did you develop any medical conditions related to being overweight? Uh, yes, sir, I did. Uh, April of last year, I checked into the hospital with an infection in my leg, and uh, I had no idea what an A1C was at the time, but uh, they'd done a A1C on me, and it was 10.4, and mm. my blood sugar was 283, and oh, uh, the doctor told me that the next day after I, I was in the hospital for about four days, and uh, the next day, the doctor come in and told me, he said, you're going to die if you don't do something. He said, a, a diabetic would be like a six or seven, I think. And he said, you're up here. He said, you've got to have a change. And uh, this April, April the 12th, I went back to the doctor for a, a shoulder injury. And uh, my wife wanted them to, to redo that uh, lab work, and they did. And uh, when I went back for the results, the first thing my doctor said when I walked in, he said, Mr. Cartlidge, you you cured your diabetes. And uh, that was his word. He said my A1C was uh, 5.4 and my sugar was uh, 86. And uh, wow. that's all. I mean, I, I can't contribute that to nothing but the, the good Lord and this uh, Shibola lifestyle that I've taken on yeah, and and two, you're a very disciplined, God-fearing person. I, I'm, I mean, that's amazing. And two, I noticed your number, your blood sugar number. That's perfect to put your physical body in the fat-burning zone. That that's great, man. Hey, you right. know, he, my, the go ahead. I'm told me, he said uh, he said all your numbers are absolutely perfect. He said let's quit talking about this and talk about your shoulder. <laughs> that was music to your ears, wasn't it? <laughs> It was. It really was. Yeah, I don't know if you uh, dealt with some of the things I did. I, I mean, I was on multiple prescription medications for different uh, problems, prediabetes, high blood pressure, acid reflux, high cholesterol, depression. But, you know, for me, more than the physical suffering that I was doing at over 300 pounds, I emotionally suffered. Now, I've talked to other, to other guys. Our, our ladies always they um, they suffer emotionally with with weight issues, and, but I talk to guys that say, "No, nah, for me it wasn't a, you know, I wasn't suffering emotionally. I always had confidence and that kind of thing." But see, Bobby, I didn't. Did you ever suffer with any of those things where you just didn't feel good about yourself in your own skin, or you always been a confident guy? I, we've never talked no. about. That. No, I've uh, I've had a lot of emotional stress. I'd say over over my weight, uh, it's kept me from doing things that. Uh, you know, I go to do something with my children, uh, ride a go kart or horse or something, and I was just too big to do it. You know, and that caused me to feel bad because I couldn't do things with my kids. Uh, I think I shared one of those stories with you about the horse up in Sevierville once. But, oh yeah. Uh, at, 
I couldn't ride a horse in all of Gatlinburg, uh, Pigeon Forge, or Sevierville. And then we, I went to probably eight stables trying to find a horse I could ride. And then by that time, I done got really mad. And I walked up to the this stable, Seven Oak Stable. I won't ever forget it. Uh, and Sevierville. And the first thing I walked up, I just asked her, I said, you got a horse and a fat? I won't say what I said, but a fat man can ride. And uh, she said, she got on her intercom, and she said, saddle up Moby. <laughs> and they brought a horse out there, and it was a cross between a Clydesdale and some kind of Belgium something. But we did ride a horse that day, but it was embarrassing to have to have a special horse for you. Man. Wow, what a, that is funny, but it's sad, too. I, I get it. And the horse's name is Moby, of all things. It was yeah. Moby. I'll never forget it. You know, anytime you're trying to adopt a new lifestyle, you're attached to old vices. You know, my vices were chocolate, salty snacks, ice cream, pizza. I loved biscuits. Did you have any vices that were particularly hard to overcome? And if so, what did you do in in place of those vices? Well, my I guess... Uh... The ones that you just said was was some of mine, but I, but then again, I'm I'm thinking about everything was, but I'd eat it if it didn't eat me first. I ate it, and and I and I promise everybody now, I still eat the, the things I want. I mean, uh, there's something you know, y'all got some board replacement for everything that I want to eat. Uh, I'm not I'm not doing without at all. Yep. I had posted the other day, I had some biscuits and gravy, and somebody said, you must be having a holiday. And I said, no, I'm having approved biscuits and gravy, the kind that help right. me burn fat. And it, it's amazing right. that, that it's that simple. Right. It's uh, bacon. I guess bacon, if I'm going to talk about food, <laughs> bacon is, I, I, love, I could almost just buy a hog and get bacon. I mean, I love bacon. And uh, I can still have bacon on this Shibola lifestyle, and I, I love that. That was when I when I found out I could have bacon. I'm a, I'm all in. Dude, you've kept us in business buying that bacon jerky. <laughs> yeah, I just ate my last my, my last bag uh, yesterday, so I got to get back up there and and, and hit Jason up. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Did uh, you know? I know you've got children. You and too. I don't know how much you feel like getting into. But, I, you know, Bobby, you're never one to complain. I'll just tell our listening audience, you know, when people make excuses, I often want to talk about Bobby because he can make excuses and they wouldn't be excuses. They would be reasons for why this is not the right time for him. But he's overcome and he does it with such a great attitude. But I also know that with all you've had to overcome, you're a parent. Did being a parent influence your decision to begin to lose weight? Because it certainly did mine. When the doctor told me I was going to die and never see my kids grow up if I didn't do something, that was that was enough for me. Yeah, uh, I reckon when I become a parent, I didn't it didn't affect me that much. I mean, forward my weight, but then my my weight loss uh, come from my grandkids. I've been a grandparent. Uh, I was watching my grandkids play one day when I got out of the hospital, and after I went right back to just eat bad, I ate good for about two two weeks after I got out of the hospital, and I went right back to bad. And uh, I was watching my grandkids play in my living room floor one day, and uh, and I thought, 
fat boy, if you don't do something, you're not going to see them play very much longer. So yeah. that that's what rung a bell for me. I mean, and uh, I thank God that, that uh, he's given me an opportunity to, to straighten this temple out that he let me have. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, you know, I know a big part of the success here is, you know, we focus on faith, food, family, and fitness, and really kind of in that that order. Uh, but the family is a big part of it. You know, Jesus said what makes us family is not necessarily blood, but those that do the will of the Father have common ground. We're all working on our temples, so we develop a type of family. And even though we assign mentors to people to help them if they're a lost sheep, often relationships are forged and and it can be a member that's mentoring someone. And I suspect probably with you, Jason, but is there somebody in particular that was a battle buddy for you, that mentored you, that really helped you stay on the hard days, keep going, you know? Well, uh, Jason is going to be the the number one. Uh, And Tyler Mathis, there at the Dalton Center is always a, a go-to person I can I can get a hold of, and uh, I got a, a a battle buddy as such I guess with uh, Sandy Parsons right now. We just oh, sort okay. of we sort of got together uh, through Facebook over something I commented or posted, and then he uh, commented on me on it. And then for the last couple of days, we've been keeping up with what one another's ate, and I, I think that's going to really do me good. Uh, yeah. To have to have him to do that with, because I, know, I mean he's very inspirational with what what success he's had. Oh my gosh! Just for our listening audience, Sandy Parson. I haven't talked to Sandy in a while, but at one point, Sandy had lost two hundred sixty pounds. Talk about right. a warrior. a warrior! And you know, you find all these folks like you and Sandy who have been successful. Uh, you guys, y'all are just you got a great attitude, and that's what that's what it takes. I've got a couple more questions for you. I know you're working with limited time here, and I I think I'm trying to pull this one out of you. What are some of the things, the best things that you found about losing weight that you can do now that you couldn't before, and is there anything you're looking forward to doing now that you couldn't do before you lost all this weight? Yeah, well, the one – the one thing that I enjoy more than anything right now, I guess, uh, since I've, I've lost 88 pounds, and uh, it's breathing. I can I can get out of my truck and walk around and check my tires or whatever. And before, I'd be huffing and puffing when I climb back up in the truck. I'd have to sit here for a little bit before I could even put it in gear because I was so out of breath. But now I can I look forward to getting out and, you know, checking my tires and walking some. And, uh that's been a really a great blessing for me. And the one thing I am looking forward to is uh, I got to lose about 20 more pounds before my wife's going to let me do it, and that's go skydiving. Um, I could do it now. I've lost enough weight. I said to somebody this yesterday. I've lost enough weight to get under the weight limit for skydiving. But <laughs> I still, I'm still up to where I've got to pay, pay a premium price to get the plane off the ground, I guess. But i got to pay another $30. To, to go at the weight I am now, and my wife has told me that she's not going to pay thirty dollars extra for something that I'm going to get killed doing. So <laughs> it's not going to waste my money. Uh, you know they do they do question anybody's intelligence that jumps out of a perfectly good airplane. I can say yeah, I, I did. 
I did the same thing when I lost my weight, but it, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Yeah, you said something right there, and I said somebody else said too. They said you, you're actually going to go up and jump out of an airplane. And I said no, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to jump. I'm going to have to be pushed. <laughs> well, they will. They'll push you. I'm telling you. And then they'll pull your neck back, and it's too late to worry then because you're out of there. Right. But it was well, awesome. I'm, I'm it was sure. Good Lord willing, I'm going to do it probably, probably in June sometime. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, one last question. I'd really appreciate this interview. It means a lot. I know you feel the way I do. Just want to help people if I can help them. Want to, want to help them. If, if, I can't, if I can't help them, I sure don't want to harm them. And I really believe what you're doing today will help somebody. You'll connect with somebody that I can't. But I've got this question for you. What would you say, because I want you to accept this, you've been successful. You've done something that's very uncommon. I see, I, as you know, I talk to countless people daily about weight loss. And no matter how great a program is, for someone to stick to it past the first 10, 15 pounds of weight loss is just uncommon. And you've done something uncommon. What would you say or advise other folks to do who are struggling and want to do what you have done? I would say first, you need to do a lot of praying, and you first, first you need to get your heart in it. Uh, you need, you need to realize that it's something you've got to do, uh, not something that you just want to do. Uh, but, uh, but you got to get your heart lined up with it first. I guess that would be my biggest thing. And, and not, and don't listen to other people that you and people are going to tell you everything in the book on why you can't do it. Uh, and don't, don't listen to them. Um, Give, give it a try, and if you like I said, if you get your heart in it, uh, God's going to do the rest. Amen. Amen. I believe that. Well, I look, I appreciate you taking time to call in. I know you're a busy man, and I want you to give your wife and your family my best. I just love all of y'all. appreciate you so much. And if there's anything I can ever do for you, let me know. But thank you, Bobby. I appreciate you calling in. Anything you'd like to share before we go? No, uh, just have a have a great day, sir. I've enjoyed it. All right. We enjoyed having you. Thanks so much, Bobby. Thanks, sir. Folks, you heard it. You heard it from Mr. Bobby there. 88 pounds, has lost 88 pounds. That takes time. Didn't take him a lot of time, but the way we humans count time it 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 was it took some time. It took commitment, consistency, tenacity, determination, will, skill, knowledge. But you know what? He was willing to pay the price. He was willing to make the exchange that he needed to make to get what he wanted. You know, if we go buy something, we buy, you know, uh, something at a store. And it's got it's got a price on it, doesn't it? It's got a price tag. Well, unless we're willing to exchange the right amount of currency for that, we're not going to get it. Here, if you can visualize what your goal is and you haven't been successful yet, it's simply because you're not willing to pay the price for the success that you desire. If you want to lose 10 pounds, there's a price attached to that. you got to pay it. If you want to lose a hundred, there's a higher price 
attached to that, and you got to pay it. The thing is, often with currency, we spend it on something that, and then later have buyer's remorse. We don't even want it. It wasn't worth it. Uh, but with this, you'll never talk to anyone that's lost significant, significant amounts of weight that will tell you the price they paid wasn't worth it. It's always worth it because you're becoming something in the process of losing weight. You're becoming something in the process of the struggle. It's often said it's hard to lose weight. Now, I disagree. I disagree. I think it's the wrong way to look at it. But it is often said it's hard to lose weight. It's hard to lose it and then maintain your new weight. But, folks, it's a lot harder to stay where you are, listening to the voices in your mind that are filled with regret, guilt, and accusation. It's easier just to go on and do your best. Do what you've got to do to live a happier, healthier, and more abundant life. I want to thank Bobby again. Thank his family for all that he's done for Shaboleth and citizens on planet Shaboleth everywhere. If you'd like to get started with us, go to www.myshaboleth.com. Sign up for our free basic training program. You can decide later if you want to upgrade to our silver level program. Just get started. Watch those videos, take the test, pass the test, earn the badge, and you'll be well on your way to losing as much weight as you want to. Everything you need comes from your local grocery store, and you will be successful. We guarantee it. So I don't know what you're waiting for. Life is too short to continue on this broad path that you're on. Come and get in the narrow way with us. If you're a member and you have backslidden, you have relapsed, and you're ashamed to call, ashamed to come back, come on. Let us help you. That's what we're here for. This is a no-judgment zone. That doesn't mean we're not going to confront you in lieu of comfort you. It doesn't mean that we're not going to show tough luck. This isn't the Bless Your Heart Club. This is we're a group moving forward, getting our lives back, living more abundant lives, loving God, loving one another, and loving ourselves. Come, won't you come be with us? Uh, that's all I've got for you today. This is Travis, and I will see you next time. God bless. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.